Podcast. Welcome to this episode 160. I'm here with David and Lewis. Hey. Yo. And this is Bobby. And I'm back with you guys. I'm back. Yeah. Back, um, back from the dead. And we're back with a win. We haven't said that for a few weeks. So, so convenient that Bobby comes back for a win. Oh, yeah, because I, cause, cause, just yeah, when we wanted to, I paid everyone off. I paid the Bobby everyone criticize off. Him, criticize him. <laughs> <laughs> just when we wanted the Bobby criticism for the loss, Bobby's Mr. Galaxy's like, mm, I'm not going to be here for this one. No. I'll come back for the good times. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> sure. The good times have been the last few seasons, right? The last couple yeah, of seasons. Yeah, I know. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like literally it's Since, from the like we, we started, started the podcast. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'm not sure if you listened. You usually don't, but uh don't think you listened back to the episode last week. But I was really disappointed that you were on the show because the previous week when I asked you for your pick uh on balls and beers, you said they better not snap Colorado's winless streak or else I'm gonna snap and i was really looking forward to snaps bobby last week so i was really disappointed that that didn't happen and i was hoping that it would it would kind of not continue but it would just kind of like drip over on this week but they ended up getting a win so yeah very convenient for you bobby (laughs) well it's not like i'm happy you know it's not like this win was great it's not like it showed us that we're we're turning anything around but go ahead and start no. to talk about the game. No, it, it, it certainly didn't seem like it was going to turn. It, it, if anything, this was probably like one of the worst games the Galaxy has played well, save for that Colorado game, I think. <sighs> no, I think, I, think, I, I think the worst game so far has probably got to be the New York City game. Mm. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, New that, York City that, that was a pretty bad, pretty bad game. But I mean, I, but I think in this game, Galaxy lost their possession battle. Um, they uh, they they were like they maybe they still held the advantage, but it was very close. Like before or previous games, Galaxy have held possession like in the sixty percent range or or above, and I think this game is in like this low fifties, if not even. All I know, they were. Um, I I kind of I, I kind of pretty much half missed the game because I, uh, my friend showed up, and um, I was kind of watching it and w- wasn't kind of half paying attention. But uh, I saw some of the highlights, and um, but it shows that like I mean look, we we inched our way out of that game with the with the win. Like I mean there was times where they could have made goals if it wasn't hit off of the line or block amazing great blocks by Bingham you know like I mean it was it it was not a good game for us we only we only developed maybe one or two chances and that quail chance just went skyrocketed when he had a pretty good oh man pretty good well you know I'm just saying I'm just saying overall that's why I said let's start going into the game but but yeah Yeah, I'm just saying overall let's actually talk about the lineup um because quail was a, a big surprise for me like we had Antuna uh, starting up top with Alvarez sitting behind him, and then we had Quayle, which again surprise, and then Shelvik as if from back from the dead, uh, starting at left back. I think because Triorda was out, uh, apparently Dave Romney has you know insulted uh, the Scaloto, you know Mama Scaloto or something because um, that guy hasn't seen the field at all this year. Um, Gonzalez, Steres, Felcher on the back line, and then Bingham. Uh, Corona and and Jonathan in the middle. Uh, Jonathan was a, kind of a question mark. Like we all thought that he may miss the game because he was complaining about his hip. Um, he said this week that it it actually feels better, so that's good. Um, the other question mark was Polenta, who apparently suffered an ankle injury right before um, the game, so he wasn't available. But. Um, you know, interesting lineup. Like I said, I I don't think the Galaxy. Again, it was it was one of these games where they came out and they played okay in the first half, and then they just kind of tailed off in the second half. Um, so still have yet to put in a, a good, like even what seventy minute performance. Yeah. I think I think the last seventy minute performance that they put on was against Minnesota, but it was just that I, I think after ten minutes after that or fifty minutes after that is when they but even, let those two goals in. But even that, like the 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 time that they were good, 
has dipped majorly now and it's very spotty. Yeah. The amount of time. Yeah. 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 Like they were yep. able to hold on to it for like a good 30 minutes, you know, like be gr- good, like great and aggressive and on point and, and, in, and connecting with each other. That seems so distant now. Very much so. I remember while we were on our winning streak and we were criticizing the team and when we were saying, you guys might want to take a closer look at this team, they may not be as good as they think or as we think they are, or there's a lot of deficiencies on this team, but they're being masked by the wins. Well, we said like they've come to the head now and it's front and center. Well, at the time we made a comment saying that we're winning games, but we're also expecting more from them. It's not just enough to win the game. You got to look good doing it. This past game, get your three points and get the fuck out of Dodge. Yeah. yeah or Orlando. They were in Orlando. <laughs> yeah. And that's what we're saying. We're not doing that anymore. Well, we've reverted back to it. So we have taken big steps backwards in that we don't give a crap. Well, we do give a crap about the, about the performance, but we want the three points. Uh, we needed them badly. We were on a four-game losing streak, a five-game losing streak. Um, yep. it, it, and we were dipping really And there's a difference. There's a difference between um, always the team always going going in and playing that kind of Bruce Arena ball. Get your get your goal, defend and get the fuck out, or and and trying to play. A style the way that Scoloto is uh, trying to implement, but then realizing like, hey, we just need three points. So now is the time to like just get down and dirty and play ugly and get out. Uh, you know, uh, yeah, take I off just, on the night with that, with that three points. But it's not like that. That's not like a regular thing. So I think you, I, 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 I think what Lewis is is getting at is that like, oh because we haven't been winning like all of our style and, and, and sort of uh, aspirations for the way that we want the team to play has kind of gone out the window and it was like, yeah, whatever, just get the ugly win and get out. Um, I think it was, I think it was a situational thing. We're like, well, we need something stuff. Stuff's not working. Let's get the win and get out. And then let's worry about the next game and going back to that attacking style and, and, you know, kind of playing attractively um, if we just grind out a bunch of one zero wins, then yeah, of course we're going to get kind of, um, irritated by, by yes, the team or, you know, see, by the lack of ambition. See, to me, I understand when you're saying, you know, play, play ugly and get a, and just get out and get that win. But I don't think playing ugly is a choice. When you play ugly, you're playing ugly. You're not, you're, 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 you're not playing well football. You're not being dominant. You're not being good. And that's not a good thing. Yes, we got a win. Good. We needed the points. That was what was important. But that's not going to last for the next few games. Like, oh, just I hope we can eke, eke it out and get the points because again, it's going to bite us again, bite us in the ass. Yeah, and I and we need and to I, be I, better. I, I disagree. I think that playing ugly sometimes is a choice, um, especially when you're going if if you feel like you're going up against a superior opponent. Um, play ugly. You know, Costa Rica against Brazil. Costa Rica is going to play ugly by choice. You know what I mean? Even though they're mm-hmm. capable of something no, that we're, better, we're, we're, we're talking about go two out different there things. Ugly. I'm, t- I'm talking because uh, playing ugly to me. I, when I, when I we're seeing Galaxy play ugly, they're truly playing ugly. They can't hold the ball. They can't defend. They're they're going really, really to the last inch, to the last line. Playing ugly, you're just saying is fall back, defend. But that's being just like that's just a tactic. You have to actually implement and be well at doing that. Galaxy. Yeah, I actually go on. And that's what I was going to say is that I agree with Bobby there because what, what Dave is talking about is exactly that tactics. If you know that you're going up against a superior opponent where you know that, look, they're going to run circles around you, let them get the ball. We need to hold our shape. We need to be defensive and just get out of here un- as, as unscathed as possible and maybe get lucky and uh, come out with the victory. It has happened. Whereas, what if that? tactic isn't executed well and you get run over anyway. There's too many cracks with so, this. Yeah, so I, in, in that sense, I agree w- with Bobby there because when you're playing ugly, it's it's exactly that. Nothing is clicking and we have seen we have seen the Galaxy dominate possession and still play ugly mostly in the final third but that's pretty much where you know the um, the game is going to be one. I mean, if you're not able to score, 
then all that possession is uh, is off or not. Uh, David, you talked about the lack of possession here. Well, we may not have been the better side. We may not have looked like the better side. We probably did win very, very ugly. I think we probably got lucky to get three points. Yeah, like, I we think certainly we got didn't... lucky to eke ourselves out of there with that with that. Yeah, because that win. when you look at that, you look at the, we very lucky. the, the overall game, it's not a game that you could say we deserve to win. Sure, we, we didn't dominate the, the, the ball, but we looked very good defensively. We were holding shape. We frustrated the opponent. Um, they played into our game. We countered, and we got that goal, and we won. That wasn't the case at all. Mm-hmm. Orlando probably should have won that game if it wasn't for Bingham. Well, so not we'll just Bingham. Steris hit the ball off the line. So did, uh, what's his name yep. in the second half? Yeah, I yeah. Forget. Gonzalez, yeah. No, Gonzalez. it was Gonzalez. Yeah. There was someone else. Um, it was, it was, no, it was someone else. I just watched the replay a few minutes ago, but I'll get back to it. But yeah, no, I mean, there was just, we inched our way out of that. We inched yeah, our, well, that, we, that felt like a I FIFA mean, game that I have with David and everything hits the post and it hits someone's head <laughs> and all this shit. And I'm like, motherfucker. We, well, the galaxy, the galaxy lost almost every, um, you know, major Statistical category, had, yeah, yeah. They had, they had, uh, you know, Galaxy got five corners to Orlando six. Uh, Galaxy won forty-seven duels to Orlando fifty-nine. Uh, Thirteen tackles to Orlando seventeen. Um, Galaxy had to had to have thirty-seven clearances. Orlando only had to make twelve clearances. So that's one where Galaxy got the better number. I mean, the higher number. That's not necessarily the well. That's the a turnover right there. Probably thing. yeah. Every that's, single time. That's a, a clearance <laughs> yeah, out of the defense. Yeah. Um, Lose possession. I don't see that as a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Galaxy I mean, that, that committed was... eleven fouls and three yellow cards to Orlando seven and one yellow card. So yeah. that was you know it 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 was a game where stuff wasn't working and yet at the same time it looked like there's stuff that uh Scalotto changed up because you did have more um would look like more creative uh play in the in the final third you had um Bobby you mentioned Guayo missed that that open opportunity where he skied the ball yeah I mean it should be it should be a challenge at least you know it yeah. should be at least be at least shot. on frame yeah. at least on even, frame make the goalie do I wouldn't something. even be mad if it was towards the goalie <laughs> you know or soft or you know just a little bit <laughs> yes. just a little bit softer yeah, you know yeah. just um but I think you know his eyes got big you know th- this is a guy who's, who's a, a, little bit. a rookie yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a rookie, and actually, I was surprised that Shelvick found him so easily because he made what I don't consider to be like a brilliant run or anything. You know, it was a, it was a very simple like touch and touch and go uh, between him and Shelvick, and I, I think even Shelvick was surprised that he was able to find him so easily. And so Cuello just looked up and probably aimed for that uh, near post top corner and and just you know hit it way too hard. Um, but you know he's he's a kid. He's a rookie. Well, he's not a kid, but he's a rookie. This is his first professional um, setting. So, what what did you guys think about Quayle's first start? Uh, that's gonna have to be Lewis. I didn't really. I, I wasn't able to see it. Oh, so, but let me say real fast. It was Kitchen that hit it off the line in the 66 minute. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. uh, Kitchen. Um, good old it's Kevin. A, good old Kevin. <laughs> um. <sighs> not the first time that we have seen Quayle. We, we know that we, we saw him in preseason. I think we saw him in game number one because of the, uh, because of the injury. He's a rookie. He, he's going to make his mistakes. There's a reason why you hadn't seen him on the field for a while. Yeah. I mean, and, I mean you saw um, him in the 88th minute. You saw it in the 72nd. You know, he's a rookie. Rookie, <laughs> I, I'm saying. That I didn't watch I, the game. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. Well, what, but, but for me, I, I kind of feel that. I, I, I've said it before, and maybe this is a very poor take, but but I feel if you're coming out of college, you are already well way behind. Um, most of the league. Uh, I mean, if, if you're not coming out of the academy where you're already being prepped up. Uh, through the organization, you're you're kind of at a disadvantage here. Uh, I think the college system is I don't want to say outdated, but it's not. That's not where you're going. The the, the future is obviously 
in uh, the academies that, that these MLS teams are now um, invested in. And it kind of shows, you know, when, you, when you're seeing a guy like that come out compared to, say, uh, when Araujo made his debut or when Traore made his debut, you can see you can see a difference. Um, Cuello was actually the uh, the worst rated player of uh, mm, of yeah. the uh, entire lineup, which again it shouldn't be a surprise. So I think obviously he has room to grow, but I think he is starting further back than um, other quote unquote rookies on this team. Sure, sure, but he, there, there's also ways for him to catch up. You know, I think uh, physically he's probably a little bit more developed than, say, Araujo or or uh, Efrain. You know, you look at the, the guy, he can probably hold off a, a defender, a big defender. I don't know. You know he's, he's, he's a bigger... I'm just saying, the, not... Okay, not Goyo in general, but ju- I'm just saying, like, uh, the college the college athlete versus the, the academy kid, um, there's there's pros and cons. And, and you know, you... The system is what it is. Like you can't. Your MLS is trying to change it, but the academies are so far and few between. It's hard to to catch all these kids uh, or, or that are coming up and, and identify them. So, I think little by little, it's gonna up. It's gonna get better. But you know, for now, I think you take uh, um, the guys that are coming out of college for what they are, um, and you you try to do the best you can with them i i don't think it's an ideal situation either but yeah um, and i think because of the um the way everything kind of played out with the injuries and everything especially to start the season uh especially with the uh the handicapped in the uh the roster salary uh you made a pick in the draft and and this was it so you had to make do with with what you had um just a couple just off the ball stats here on quail um weird things Dribbles attempted four, and he only had one successful dribble. I don't know what that means. Um, he also was dispossessed four times. So, obviously, when he had the ball, he was going to lose it. Uh, or at least that's what it, what it kind of looked like. He went 56 minutes. So, again, it, it, it's something that you kind of expect from him. I think, David, you made a comment uh, of going into the game that you wanted to see Quayle, you wanted to see um alvarez you wanted to see um juninho and i said you know what if, if you're gonna put in that lineup you're probably gonna give orlando or uh, well, maybe it was a colorado game well, i'm not um, saying all at once the victory but um <laughs> um but there it is i mean you, you kind of see why Cuello probably isn't getting uh more minutes uh, I, I also me, think i also think that he added a level of of unpredictability in the attack he sees passes that um that legit doesn't see. So I think that even though he may not have come off uh, successful in a lot of those passes, I think it just gave that, I, I think it gave the galaxy attack just a, a just a slight bit of nuance. I think um, with more, you know, more minutes, that's going to improve. Like you can see that the guy has, a, you know, he has a decent touch. I wouldn't say it's, it's like silky smooth or anything, but he, like I said, he just gives, Something slightly different compared to 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 what we've already seen. Um, the big surprise for me in this game was Shelvik returning. Um, I really thought that Polenta was going to get the start. I, I I would have to imagine that if Polenta wasn't injured, um, he would have started at left back. And I almost went as far as to say I think it was probably around the 40th minute that Shelvik was actually having himself a good game. And then the final five minutes of the half, he just made some horrific mistakes. And it made me shake my head going like, what are we going to do with this guy? We can't get rid of him. Um, we're just going to have to write him out for the, the rest of the season. But he proved to be pretty pretty terrible in this game again. And again, yeah. he had good yeah. moments. He had yeah. really good moments. But well, he had equally bad moments. I... Uh, I mean, you're kind of a little late to the party there as far as we know what we have with Shelvik, <laughs> that he's terrible and that he probably should not have been on the field. Uh, if And as I think you have stated, I don't remember if it was on the main pod or balls and beers, but I mean, Dave Romney must have insulted Mama Skeloto for him not to just go in there and left back above Shelvik. I can't, I got to figure that he's doing, that he would be doing a better job than Shelvik. Although, funny little thing, Shovik was the highest rated defender. <laughs> oh my god! 
So, so you he don't was know at what a... you're talking about, David. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> no, but now that I'm finally on board, now that I'm finally on board with Shelvick out, it's like oh, no, but, highest rated defender. No, but that's who he is. It's like there are moments that he's he's good. And you're like, oh shit, duh, thank goodness. Right. Oh damn, thank goodness. And then there's other, and then but the majority, it's like, dude, like ah, you're just frustrated with them, you know? Yeah, he he has enough uh, of those like, dude, where it's just like, ah, yeah, can't can't have you on the field, man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely shouldn't yeah. be on the field. But um, like you said, I, I think for the most part, wasn't his worst game. Uh, no. Wasn't his best. Uh, not lame. Man of the there, match. But... <laughs> Man of the match. Um, <laughs> which would undoubtedly have to go to either the the game winner. Uh, which was a golazo, or the man who preserved the victory in David Bingham. Well, I, and I will go ahead and vote for David Bingham. I'm gonna combine them. I'm gonna combine them to the point where I remember. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw it on the on the broadcast where uh, Dos Santos just ran to Bingham and gave him the biggest hug and kiss after he saved yep. that goal. He was like, yeah. he's like, oh my god, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> like, yeah, was, that was that was actually gonna be my man of the match. Was that hug? Yeah. Okay, well, that's what it is. Okay, that's mine too. Like I'm mixing them, so like I just I just put I just smushed them, and we had the same thing. Yeah, that's it. That's 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 the moment of the match for me. The, 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 the smush of the match. The smush of the match. You guys are, you guys are terrible. <laughs> no, but that was so, it was so funny because I mean I didn't I've never. It's yeah. funny too because well, I've never seen uh, Bingham standing next to Dos Santos really that clearly and how how short Dos Santos is with them. But yeah, I mean, the difference in height. But when you saw Dos Santos make that penalty and he just started pounding the ground like fuck to himself. Yeah, like, like he knew dude. he screwed up. He was just like yeah. Uh, and then just that relief, that relief where he just like ran over there. He's like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's, how, how, uh, that's what I felt too. Um, what, what's funny is that like right before that, um, I saw a lot of people on Twitter talking about how like we're never gonna win a a cup with Bingham in goal. Um, Bingham makes too many mistakes, and for me, oh I think that this has been probably David Bingham's most consistent year of his MLS career. Um, I don't think he's phenomenal, but I think that um, when he plays confidently, I think that he can most definitely um you know have himself a, a game uh in a, a championship match i don't think that he is the the weak link in this team by any stretch so i i do have to say that david bingham was my man of the match for this game like that's what everybody was saying i have to agree with it i mean the guy stopped the penalty um he did have a mistake in the latter stages i think that's the one that kitchen uh, had a clear off the line where he went for a ball, he missed it. Yeah, right. the, and the then, ball went um, over his, over him, and then yeah. and then we hit the attacker. But the attacker, he was already falling forward, so it hit him on the chest. So it's not like he 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 the 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 attacker did it consciously. But thankfully, Kitchen was there and he stopped that ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but again, it, it's got to be uh, it's got to be Bingham for me. I think that um, he he makes that big save on Nani, and. Um, and preserves preserves the win for us. So yeah, it's got to be Bingham. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's it's the moment for Agreed. me. Agreed. It's the moment for me. So moment. so let me let, let me go ahead and <laughs> ask you guys something here. Uh, there, there's two things um, since we're talking about player performances. Uh, so one of the things that I wanted to point out was uh, Fabio Alvarez, who had zero shots. They don't take a shot at all, whatsoever. Um, yeah, well, that's, that that's a problem more. for the majority of the team. They just don't take shots. Um. Right, but <laughs> except except that he was brought in no, I know. to do yeah, that. Yeah, I know for sure. And, 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 and that's what I was going to ask. I go, obviously, I know it's just one game, and, and obviously we shouldn't be basing everything on that one game, but is that is that concerning that, especially in a game with no Zlatan, and a guy that was brought in to – pretty much boost your offense a guy who is completely offensive minded and not defensive minded first a guy who's supposed to be apparently selfish with the ball Mm. did not take a single shot now is that a product of how shitty we play and that we couldn't create that many chances or or is that something more of a you know because because remember that once a lot time comes back who knows what's going to happen? Who knows if Zlatan will get on his case? You know, nope, you don't take the shot. You give it to me. 
So, I mean, how, how concerned should we be that, you know, even if it is just a, this one game? Well, I'll, I would reserve the criticism for this one game because definitely this team wasn't really on point in general. Um, and then you can't really expect this guy to come into, the, like you said, on, 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 on uh, choice A. Like you said, uh, the, the team isn't really that. It's not, it's not a Barca team where you could just throw a, a superstar in there and then, boom, everybody's still clicking. Um, that's not who we are, and we're not even like that with the with our men that are always there on the pitch. Um, the choice and the idea of bringing him was for him to be there with Zlatan, though, in the lineup. So we will see what it'll what what will what will grow out of it because we're not seeing what it should what should be happening, or what we're we're what is projected to be be done by this team. You know what I'm saying? So we're not going to see it for another few games. I don't. I don't anticipate us seeing it work that well in the next game either. But hopefully, we'll see something. Yeah, I'm. I'm not too worried about it. I don't think that uh, the fact that Alvarez didn't take any shots. I think that has more to do with um, team chemistry and getting used to players. And and you know, we didn't create a whole lot of shooting opportunities in like this game. Like- so it's not like yeah, it's 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 not like there were. 15 shots and Alvarez didn't take a single one or set up a single one. I, I just think that it was just, you know, it looked like a guy who was playing the second game it, with the team that he just met. And the team that doesn't play yeah. well right now. So Right, right. Yeah, I, I kind of have to feel that it's, look, you can have the best striker in the world. Um, if he's not getting the service, there's no way you can take a shot. I think that probably is the yeah, case. Yeah, but we're not talking about. But a, we're not talking about Zlatan right now. But but my whole point is is that if if you can't get the ball to the guy who's supposed to score, and which is where I'm going, I mean, if you're not creating chances, if you're not able to open up the space to this for this guy to get in, and you find him in order for him to take that shot. That's a problem on its own. Well, space I will mean, totally change when the actual star is on the field. Space is going to shift. There's going to be a lot more people going towards Latan, and he's going to have a lot more space to move. So that's going to be a very different dynamic and a different outcome than what you see you saw in well, this past game. I, I understand your point about, like, let's say when our you know Latan's out, he's the one. He's the one that should be taking the mantle and going in, taking those strikes, and being the one that 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 is the attacker and the aggressive the aggressive striker. But again, first game. Bad team really right now. On an away game. But do we inching our way out? Do of we it. go back <laughs> but do we go back to the okay, uh Zatan's back, so you're gonna have him on top, so you know Antuna's not gonna be there. Alvarez will probably either be next to Zlatan or maybe one behind him as that attacking midfielder as his natural position. So Antuna would be somewhere on the wing. Do we just go right back to the get the ball to Antuna so he can cross it as Latan? I don't know. That's what that's something we're gonna have to see what happens. Again, we don't know what what Skeloto's gonna be doing just yet because we haven't seen it. We haven't seen it on the pitch. So how can you get mad at something that you haven't seen yet? All right, fair enough. Since uh, you're right, we have not seen Alvarez and Zlatan play. Uh, on the field, so you're right. Maybe, uh, maybe a, a tactic does change there. Uh, I guess we'll wait and see either uh, Wednesday or Sunday. Um, so Let, the, the other the... player, oh, well, sorry, there was ahead. another player that I, that, that I did want to ask about. Alvarez is the first one. Let's talk about Sebastian Legette here because let's be honest, he is not having the best season of his career. It's not the same Legette that we have been used to seeing for the past few seasons. He got called up to the men's national team. I don't think that's a surprise. Um, Berhalter has actually said that he's not going to take the informed player. He's going to take the player that fits the system. Uh, apparently, Leger is going to fit his system. Um, how worried should we be about Sebastian Leger and his play? Because it's been more than one game where... We're not seeing the player that we've used that we're used to seeing. I don't think that we should be too worried about it. Um, for me, this seems like a hundred percent a confidence thing. Um, I think that time with the national team will, is actually going to do him good. Uh, if if nothing else, it'll get him playing with some different players, 
doing a little bit, you know, some just getting him out of that like normal rhythm, I think will help him get out of whatever funk he seems to be in right now. Um, for what it's worth, I haven't really seen him post a lot on social media lately. So that that seems like it's kind of a, a odd thing, especially for a guy like Legit who's constantly posting on social media. Um, I think that being with the national team is going to help him a lot. And, and we're going to see, hopefully, uh, uh, if he stays healthy, a confident Legit coming back into the Galaxy. What do you guys think about? I think we signed Alvarez sooner than we would have wanted because of the injury to Alessandrini. I think if Alessandrini is healthy, you would see a move happen in the summer transfer window where more players are available, where there's more scouting, or there was more time to scout, but they needed a player now. Mm Not sure if there's going to be a move now in the summer transfer window. I'm not really sure how else you can maneuver it. But do you think Sebastian Legette is trade bait right now? Bobby. Mm, I wouldn't. I would. I. I, w- I wouldn't throw that out the window. Um. It just depends on how well he does from now to that point. To be honest, and how things shift and. And his his uh, his relationship with the team and the coach, because I just don't I don't see him as a less a, a, like one of the lesser performers on the on the field. I just I see I know he's not the same legit that we've seen the last year, but again the the year before we didn't have all of these other players as well. Um, so the pitch is flooded with different types. It's a different field now. So you're gonna get you're you're personalities are going to get drawn back that doesn't need to be there you know anymore you know what i mean um but he may be i mean uh, i want him to do better i i well i just want the entire team to do better i'm again me i'm not singling him out so i mean look at he could be i when you, I, but, I think okay. that all but two players on that team are trade bait the way that uh ddk is going to operate if he sees if he can get you know good money for somebody even if it's somebody that just got brought in let's say Boca Juniors came uh, for uh, who do we own outright we don't own Antuna we don't own um, uh, Alvarez so if somebody came for a player that we own let's say they came in for um, for Joe Corona mm-hmm. for example I I think if we can get some good money for him we'll you know, I, I I don't think they'd have any any. Um, it would depend who we get. Hesitation in, in depends. Well, in well, the funny thing is, around. is that I think the I, only player that's not on the, the the trading block is probably Jonah and Zlatan. Oh yeah. Well, the, the the ironic thing is is that I I have the exact opposite sentiment to you. I think Legit is the only name and the only valuable asset that we are willing to trade. As well, you said, we're not getting rid of Zlatan. We're not getting rid of Well, here's the, the, here's the thing. You, who do you... No one, who you yeah, I yeah. think within MLS, who do you bring in for Legit? Because you have to remember, Legit is an American player. He doesn't take up an international right. spot. Right. He doesn't cost us very much money. So if we turn around and get a lot of money for him from some outside team, who do Doubt we get it. to come in his place? It has to be an American player. It has to be a domestic player because we we can't buy more um international spots because at this point um we i think we already are renting one from another team right if not two uh i think we picked up yeah i think we picked up an extra slot from so so who are we bringing who are we bringing in that can even in his lesser productive games give us the same thing that Legette can give us without taking it up in an international spot and without taking up uh, more TAM or GAM? Yeah, uh, that, that's that's the real question. The, the only reason I, I say that I he's think the that's, only I one that's I think that's, that's one worth. of the reasons he's not on the trading block. Mm. Fair enough, actually. Uh, I can... Uh, I can I, I can see that point. Uh, I just I, I felt that it, it, with a player who has not performed well, who has who looks to not fit the system... 
Um, and he's still a national team player. So it, it is a guy that can be very valuable to many MLS That's teams out there. Yeah, just MLS. And yeah, I don't, I don't see anybody outside of MLS coming in and souping and picking him up. Um, it would be an MLS squad, but I think you're right. I think when you're saying, well, what, what American can we swap for him? Um, it, it's a little trickier to answer, but again, if, if you're, if you're looking for some sort of, uh, uh, loophole or some sort of magic that that's going to be worked. Obviously, you're going to have uh, faith in Tegelosa to, to to make that happen. And I'm not saying that that is what's uh, what's on the horizon or what's going on behind the scenes. But but I feel for for a guy who has underperformed, who has not fit well in this team since he came on. Um, you know, you got to remember that th- this is not one of Scalotto's or Delos's guys. It's uh, we all figure that's a nice piece to have, but um, maybe he just doesn't fit the system. Yeah. Um, you know, cool. m- maybe it is a, an idea of well, you know what? Here's a guy who's contracted if and when it, you know it runs when it runs out um, may not be renewed because you know it's not uh, a guy that we. Uh, I think that I think the DTK is smart enough to try and get something out of him uh, or for him, but I don't think that he's going to be on the immediate. I think maybe after the season they do a reassessment. So let me ask you this then, uh, and and this is a, a name that I thought of just now, and I, I don't think this is going to be a very popular um, trade, but uh, what if you trade Legette uh, a straight-up swap for, say, Christian Ramirez? Oh, I don't think that would he, happen. He, he fits, yeah, but he fits. He fits the mold. He's a second striker that's willing to play off the bench. He knows he's a poacher like Wondolowski is. He can get he can get you goals um, with limited minutes, and uh, and he's he's a target guy the way the Zlatan is. So you don't have to change. You know, if you do a straight swap for him on the, off, off the field, you don't have to change your tactical setup. You know, the thing is that uh, being a poacher, poachers have. They're not lucky. They, they they know where to be, you know. They they there is a skill involved, and I I'm always in the right place at the right time, and it's not luck. They they know what they're doing. So having a poacher on a team like this isn't entirely a bad idea, to be perfectly honest. I mean, I, I don't think Kamara was a poacher, but when you look at what he was able oh, to do, I think he, he was, was always <laughs> able. No, I, I think he was no he because was, he was he was. A little bit of everything. He knew how to make his own. He knew how to create his own. He knew which is to, why, where to be in the right spots. He knew how to make runs. Like, which is why I don't consider him a poacher because he can create on his own and he knows what runs to make. A poacher is basically I'm sitting in this spot, but I know where to be. This is where the ball is going to land, or I know where to to get myself in position for a rebound or for a tap in or or whatnot. And that's why I don't consider Kamara a poacher. Um, he did a little bit of everything. If we're talking about Christian Ramirez, just being in the right spot, like, look, these crosses aren't going anywhere. I'm going to stand right here um, where it may very well be cleared or very well may be, um, you know, over overkicked uh, from where his left hand is. I mean, I, I if you're adding another attack-minded player to the system, I don't mind that because right now Sebastian Legette is not that attacking player that we're used to seeing. Well, we're just hungry for, and I'm we're not just sure hungry for someone that, of a confidence. We're just hungry for someone that can attack. That's the thing. We're just hungry for someone that can attack and just go straight yep. straight to the freaking goal and, and bring it to the defense. And we're not seeing that. And maybe well, that's and maybe that's Alvarez. You know, maybe that is yeah, Alvarez maybe. once he gets a little bit of time. I just think Ramirez will um, never that happen. To be I just seen. don't think that'll ever happen. I understand. Yeah, I don't, it, I, I don't think it'll eventually, happen. But I, I understand your, your, eventually, your, your, what you were saying, but it'll never yeah. happen. <laughs> eventually, we're going to swap players between us and and LAFC, like that's going to happen. You know, I, I just think that if you're talking about getting something for a guy like legit, it will never be legit for that, Ramirez, dude. It just, it, that, that's not a, that's first of all, that's yeah, not an I equal mean, transfer I, I and there's definitely has to be money yeah. involved. And, but, and, and then it's just not going to happen this year for sure at all. Yeah. Or maybe not even next season. He just got there and he's happy. So that's, 
That's good. I mean, is he yeah. playing? I don't know if he's playing. He's, he's, he's made a few goals. He comes in in second halves here and there, but he's made a, he's made at least like two goals at least a season, I think. Okay. I don't think it's a fair swap, and obviously uh, that that's not going to happen. But I, I think it's interesting when you bring in that type of a player into that mix. I wonder what how that would play out. But yes, that that particular trade is and I like him. Zero percent chance. <laughs> yeah, zero percent chance that happens. But uh, yeah, it's just that, that that that's kind of an interesting th- thing that I didn't think about, like bringing in a poacher rather than a guy who who uh, creates because for me, I mean, Alvarez is supposed to be the one that creates. I mean, that's the, that's what we've been sold. Right. You know, so I I, I think, and I think that's one of the galaxy's main problem is that we have too many guys that create and nobody who wants to, you know, uh, be the finisher. The shot. Damn it. I don't don't think so. Because if, because if, if you're talking about creativity, it's, it's happening in the final third. And we talked about how there is none in the final third. And we talked about how, how a team with Zlatan and at the time Al Cedrini and Jonathan Dos Santos, Sebastian Legia and Joe Corona were unable to get through anybody in the final third. And again, we got to wonder if it's just straight tactics where they're being instructed not to do this and rather just to play whoever is running up, up and down that sideline so they can cross it to a six foot five guy. So, I mean, maybe it is the coaching staff that says, do not do this, rather do this instead. But the lack of creativity that we have seen in the final third, I am a little dumbfounded that with those type of players, you're not able to, to be mm-hmm. more creative. Mm-hmm. That's where you have to, that's where you might have to start looking at the coach and as, as to say, look, why do you continue doing this strategy? We talked about this last week. So, um, that's where you have to look at Scalotto and company and saying, why continue with the strategy when it has not been effective? Why don't you try something else? You have that that midfield, um, that, that triangle midfield that was so effective the first three or four games that they played together. Why not continue to use that going forward rather than using your wings each and every single time you get a chance? So... Um, I said it before, I, I, I would like to see those guys get more into the attack, especially Legette. But David may be right. It may be a confidence thing where he just, you know, is, uh, is gun-shy now. He just can't pull the trigger. I don't know. I think everybody has is, is gun-shy. They can't pull the trigger. The only person that decided to get over that shyness was last week, and Jonah did it and actually got a goal. Like, when I saw that goal happen, I was like, this is what we've been wanting you. Like, when you get a moment, just take it. When you have a moment, just take it, and that was that that late that late run in the box um, that we have been asking for. Like you know, there all those crosses. Like where is that late run coming from? Now, and and if you look at that play, it's a broken play. Um, Felcher crosses it. It doesn't even get past the first defender. It's it's a bad cross. Yeah, it wasn't even that it was a dangerous cross. It's a very bad cross, as most of them are. The defender clears it at the top of the box and this is Orlando we're talking about bad defense bad team um as the ball trickling up toward the top of the box Alvarez decides to nonchalantly walk past the ball I mean that's what it looked like it wasn't even that I'm gonna take a shot oh no someone else coming on and quickly get out of the way he nonchalantly just walks past the ball and John Jonathan comes up and hits it one time, and there's nobody, absolutely nobody around him. So, bad cross, but even worse defending on Orlando, and an even better shot from Dos Santos to get the only goal uh, of the game. And it was a broken play. Yeah, it was an Again, absolutely opportunistic play, right? Um, and I'm not complaining. And you need some of those mistakes to score. I'm glad that they were able to capitalize on that, but. Again, you look at that strategy of cross. You got no crossers, guys. You got to get away from that. You, you got to go ahead and, and get whatever offense you have. You, you got to, you know, I, I think to a point that they, to me, I think to a point they, they were so focused on defense that they're actually too scared to open up and just go balls out on offense the way they were doing it last season. I think that was addressed like, hey, we need to tighten up. And not many people want to go up. 
I think that, again, it falls on the coach that, like, look, for a guy who is supposed to be extremely offensive, you're playing very defensive. Yeah. So, uh, um, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens in, in the upcoming games where you see uh, Zlatan and Alvarez uh, together, see what kind of chemistry they build, and uh, see if and some sort of tactics time. change. That, that, that's going right, to take time. It, right. It's not going to happen overnight, but uh, mm. you want to see at least something different be attempted. Yeah. You want to see something like, okay, I, just, I, I see yeah, where you're going. I just going. hope we see a little bit of creativity within, w- between them in the next game. Just something. Give us something. I th- Give us something. I, th- I think we'll see some, uh, yeah, I think we'll see some probing, you know, um, combinations happening uh, hopefully tomorrow. Um, the game, the game as of right now is, is kind of up in the air. The, um, if you guys have been following the news, like there's been a ton of tornadoes throughout the Midwest. I think, uh, somebody said that, uh, last, last night there was like 30 something tornadoes. Um, it's, 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 it's devastating. The houses are, everything's getting ripped apart. Yeah. Today there was a, uh, F5 that hit, um, uh, in Kansas city and, uh, and actually, uh, the stadium was in the middle of it. So, uh, remains to be seen how much damage was done to the stadium, whether or not it's still going to be, um, you know, people are still going to be able to play, uh, the game, um, friend, friend of the show, uh, and, uh, writer for MLS female, Michelle Hootink is actually in Kansas city. Um, she went there to, to cover the team, um, for uh, for MLS female, and she uh, was messaging me earlier because she was freaked out about the tornado. Was like, you know, pretty in pretty close proximity to where uh, she was staying, and um, she said, that, "Yeah, they had the, the the bags and stuff ready to go down into the basement and, and take shelter." Uh, they said she said that she heard the um, she could hear the tornado. Um, you know, it sounded like a freight train rumbling through uh, through the neighborhood. Um, so pretty crazy. Uh, thankfully everything is, uh, you know, at, at least, you know, they're safe where they're at. Uh, the galaxy actually had to get rerouted to St. Louis. So they're staying at a hotel in St. Louis and they're flying back into Kansas city tomorrow, uh, tomorrow morning. So, uh, they'll be, you know, they'll be kind of discombobulated with the wacky travel and, you know, probably they're going to miss their like, actual team breakfast they'll probably just get like whatever crap they can find you know the team can can scrounge up uh on the day so their their schedule is going to be off so i have to imagine that it's going to be a tough one for the galaxy but also um i think you know everybody's mind is probably going to be on on um other things not you know maybe not the the game tomorrow so we'll see we'll see how that goes yeah um unexpected twist out there in, in the Midwest and uh, hopefully um, everyone is okay and you know obviously we know that this is just a game and there are more important things uh, than soccer out there but um, yeah uh, not, not it's still up in the air I'm fully expecting that game to be cancelled um, even if the stadium yeah, is intact I, I, I think that that there's going to be devastation in and around that city, in and around that stadium. Um, yeah, I just think the conditions uh, and, and the situation, like... Like, yeah, like, wh- why would you go out go? and play a game yeah. after... Like, you don't you don't play... Although, although ironically, I have actually done this. I think it was after... Was it the Landers Quake? Like, we went to a Dodger game, like, right after. Mm. So, I mean, it, it's very possible that they could still play the game... Um, but um, I, 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 in this day and age, I just don't see that happening. Maybe back in the day, that was like, oh yeah, earthquake, yeah, just just keep playing. But um, I think uh, I, I'm fully expecting that game to be canceled. I'll be very surprised if that game continues. Um, I think it's a disadvantage for both teams, not just the home side for what's happened um, in their uh, in their city and their home state, but uh, the distraction for the for the visiting team who's obviously not used to that type of uh, natural disaster. So I, I think um, playing that game probably isn't in, in the best interest for anybody, but um, we'll, we'll see what happens. As of right now, there is no word. Um, you probably will hear it at some point, maybe it's kind of surpri- tomorrow morning. Yeah, it's kind of surprising. Yeah, I haven't even heard about it just at least now. Like it's, 
Well, well, people are still like, I'm sure. I don't think I'm. Have the tornado stopped, or are they still going? Mm, I mean, they've been. Co- it's it's. Um, there's there's they come and go. I mean, there's pauses between right. them, so I'm not sure if it's. Yeah, I know. I saw. Yeah, so we're not sure if the storm has I, actually. I believe the 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 warning was in effect till 1:30 a.m. Uh, local time, so that's probably that's what uh, another what, hour. 11:30, another hour here. Yeah, it's another hour. Um, here. And then who knows what tomorrow's going to bring, but. Um, there's yeah there's there's stuff going on all throughout the midwest um so the right now the airport in uh kansas city is shut down so um i don't know if the galaxy are even going to be able to fly into uh kansas city or if they're gonna have to get on a bus and and you know ride the bus down to to uh to, oh, to the stadium be able so. to do that either I mean, yeah, I, I don't know if they'll be able. Yeah, because roads uh-huh. might be, Close, you know, might shut be shut down or 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 yep. just disasters happen happening on the roads. So who knows? They haven't flown already. I thought they would have been there by now. They they flew today. The plan plan was they 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 were flying today mm-hmm. this, this afternoon. There was a Instagram post and stuff from LAX terminal, and then because of the uh, the tornadoes and stuff, they had to get rerouted and uh-huh. they landed in St. Louis. Uh-huh. So then. You know, they had to scramble to find a hotel and, you know, do all that because obviously all their their stuff was in Kansas City. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if if uh, they're actually going to play the game, which kind of sucks. Like this is one of the games that I had circled in my calendar. Like if I would have been able to go, I totally would have made this trip because I want to go see a game at Sporting in the City. But now that, you know, now that this happened, I, uh, well, I don't know. I'll also I'll I'll take it into a lighter side. They also suck this year, so wait wait for wait another time. Right, right. <laughs> okay. Well, this is the time. This is the time to go, man. When they suck, so we can get a win. We get to see a win. Yeah, well, that's what you thought in New York, right? <laughs> yeah, I know. Touche, <laughs> touche. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so Zlatan is back for this game. Uh, assuming the game goes on, Zlatan is back. Uh, still no polenta, no filter because he had a, a leg strain. Uh, Triori is still out. Araujo is still with the under-20s in Poland. Um, so you've got kind of a makeshift lineup. Everybody's saying that Dave Romney will probably finally get to see the field here um, at right back for, uh, for filter. So we'll, uh, we'll see. I don't know how you guys feeling about this game. Not a not a venue that we've had a lot of success in in the past, so we're, that's a little disheartening. We're snapping streaks, though, Lewis. According uh, to according to Kevin Baxter on uh, Corner of the Galaxy, he mentioned that uh, the Galaxy has never won in the state of Kansas. Crazy. Uh, we we won we've won when no. the when they played in Missouri. Mm. Um, at at Arrowhead, but uh, when that was when the the team was called the Wizards, uh, but we've never won at Kansas in, uh, in against Sporting Kansas City, <clears throat> which is which is crazy. I didn't realize that, but yeah, that just goes I, I to show mean, you like how tough that place is to play. Yeah, it is, and you know, with tornadoes, uh, <laughs> you know, hitting uh, the day before. As I said, I mean, I'm sure that they'll see some sort of deficit if if. That game is to be played. I'm sure they'll see devastation going into that stadium. So, um, I, I, like I said, I'll be very surprised if that if that game goes on. I think that that is a uh, um, a psychological psychological disadvantage for um, for both the, for both of the teams. So, um, if they do go on, I think um, I'm not really sure who really comes out on top. If that's the case, I think if none of that happened, I'd have to go with the, you know, you know, historically we haven't done well there. Um, you can't really bank on them getting three points. You're probably hoping, uh, a draw at best. Your back line is depleted. Your, uh, your, um, your forwards are going to have, may have, a chemistry issue. We don't know how Zlatan and Alvarez will play together. We don't know if they'll click. We don't know if they'll bump heads. We don't know if they'll uh, get in each other's ways. Um, I think there's just too many unknowns for this game to have any sort of confidence that the Galaxy can get a result. I- even if they do get a result, I think it would be 
very Orlando-esque in which they probably didn't deserve it, but they, you know, they got the point or three points. I, I don't see how they play well in that stadium and come out, out uh, looking golden. But I could be wrong, and I hope I am. Uh, I hope they, they go in there and, and dominate the ball and play the way that we all hope. And we've seen them play for, you know, 40 minutes. So uh, hopefully it's it's enough to, to get a result. But uh, as far as me, I'm, I'm not too confident in in this particular game. Yeah, me either. I mean, I've been saying in the last few shows, I mean, in the last few games too, I mean, they're not, they haven't been playing well enough for me to feel good. Uh, for, feel good about them actually winning a game on the road. You know, last game was also a surprise. I, like we've said, they inched their way out of that um, to get a win. Uh, again, the, like Lewis was saying, there's just a lot of there's just a lot of randomness for this one. There's a lot of kind of a uh, a new flavor to it, especially with Alvarez in there. So we need to see what's what what what, what progresses and what flourishes. Um, but again, we don't even really think the game's going to happen. And if the game does happen, uh, I'm just hoping the wind helps us go our way. <laughs> Too soon. Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had you. <laughs> I know, I know. I thought, you were, I thought we were going to make it out without doing that, but there. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I think the, the thing that I'm watching for the most is can the, can the chemistry between Flatan and Alvarez work and how does that unlock the creativity of the galaxy? You know, did they learn, did they learn from the previous few games where, Hey, if we try the same thing over and over and over again, that's not great. Um, hopefully you know, arrested and refreshed Zlatan will kind of come out and, and be a little bit more um, hungry because it doesn't feel like he's been hungry lately, you know, especially with him, um, uh, you know, doing silly off the ball stuff um, that, that causes him to, to get hungrier. I think that, uh, you know, he has to find that motivation somewhere else. So I, I'm hoping that, being away from from playing for this last two weeks has kind of done that for him. He'll come. He'll come ready to play. There you go. Yeah. Well, there you go. And that's the way the cookie crumbles. No. No. There's there's cookies. Where they're they're over here. All right. Well, do we have any final thoughts then? Uh, no, just as Lewis um, mentioned, we're, we're glad to hear that uh, our friends, our uh, Traveling Galaxy friends are, are safe. We hope that everybody in the Midwest that are, that are uh, affected by these uh, tornadoes uh, stay safe. You know, if, if, it's, if it's time to go, then get the hell out. You know, don't try and, and uh, brave the storm, obviously. Um, you know, stay safe out there, guys. Nope. And and also, uh, Galaxy viewing parties. Uh, sorry, I forgot to mention that. Um, ACB just uh, tagged us in this in this um, tweet here. So they're doing Galaxy viewing parties tomorrow at 5:30 p.m. at LA Beer Garden uh, in Los Angeles, at uh, Hops and Barley in Southgate, Springbok in Van Nuys, the Commoner in Whittier, El Pescador in Montebello, uh, Yorkshire in Torrance. Uh, Gave Grill in Bakersfield, Dubliner in Tustin, Tony's Deli in Anaheim, and the Blind Lady in San Diego. So, um, if uh, any of those are near you, go hang out with uh, some fellow G's and cheer on the cheer on the game. Lewis, that's right. No, uh, pretty much it. Uh, hoping for the best. Hoping for uh, another uh, wing streak to. Uh, to happen gotta start somewhere we got one so see if we can get it going again alright guys well thank you for listening this is episode 160 I'm here with David and Lewis good night <laughs> put the bong down David oh my bye, god bye Lewis <laughs> good night bye, bye.
Thank you for listening to LA Is Our House. Make sure you check out our website, laisourhouse.com, where you can find all our social sites. Also, listen in to Balls In Beers, our weekly MLS prediction show, where you can find on iTunes and Spotify. Hit that subscribe button. 